Hello, hello, hello. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Weekend Nugget. It's Friday, and the Weekend Nugget is about bringing to life what I think I learned. This is the episode where I share with you what I went through in my first six months. Raw seriousness, not so seriousness, truth. What can you expect from the Weekend Nugget? Well, you can expect vulnerability, rawness, honesty, playfulness. What you should expect is to be contributed to. That's why I do this. Today's topic is... Let's begin the episode. Sex versus love. Sex versus love. Um, Let's start with the definition. So the definition of sex, according to Google and Webster, is chiefly with reference to people, sexual activity, including specifically sexual intercourse. And then the second noun is... Either of the two main categories, male and female, into which humans and most other living things are divided on the basis of their reproductive functions. Not as exciting as the first one. And the definition of love is an intense feeling of deep affection. And the second definition is a great interest and pleasure in something. My thoughts on sex. So for me, when I look at sex, I tend to think of of um the act right which involves you know that carnage that um, activity the, the intercourse the actual displaying the physical and i don't associate it with um with emotional with love i don't associate sex and love i think there are two different things i think that sex is the act it's the attraction it's the you know, that, mm, that fire, the passion, and it's different. It's more um, physical. Whereas my thoughts on love is that it's emotional, that it's intellectual, that it starts in the brain. So if I were to distinguish the two so that you get a sense of why I'm saying what I'm saying is that sex would be physical, um, physical attraction, physical, 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 and that love would be intellectual emotional you know feelings from the interior and what i look at from me and my perspective growing up was the stigma behind sex you know culturally and just again you know where the united states period when i look at um the stigma behind sex it was like it was almost like if it was taboo you know, it wasn't celebrated, it wasn't um, shared, like if it was okay, you know, to share that with somebody. It was always built around like love and fantasy. And I found myself super conflicted in a lot of that because I was raised by a woman, you know, my dad was never around and I was raised by women. You know, my grandmother, my cousins. And I always heard them saying how much, you know, or how little <laughs> the men did. You know, how much the they, they did around looking good and the this and the that. But how little they did inside of um, pleasing them. Because every time that I heard them, and I remember conversations as early as I was like six years old, seven years old, is that 
that the women would always complain that the men were physical and that they didn't hear or listen to the woman. So ever since I was a little kid, I always thought, okay, love is the way to go because love is how you please. Love is how, you know, both parties um, get fulfilled. But and then on the male part, I was always listening to my guy friends and thinking, you know, like, like they really thought that they were satisfying these women. You know, later I would find out for the most part that most of them didn't, but because there was a certain uh, piece missing. So now in my older years, I look at it as both. You know, I look at it as sex with love or love with sex. You know, when you start courting somebody, you're obviously doing it from an intellectual perspective. You know, you're playing with the mind. You're inside of that seduction phase where you're both building expectations and then they're either met or not. But inside of that process, it's fun because your imagination runs wild. So when I look at sex with love or love with sex, what I think about is what's possible. You know, the courting, the 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 time that it takes to learn somebody, the listening on both parties, the appreciation of each other's bodies. Like the merger of both of those for me is what drives me now inside the conversation when I'm with somebody or when I'm seeking somebody out. Because without those two, it's just not, I mean, you still can enjoy sex, obviously, because we're a men, you know, we can, you know, you, you rub it long enough and like a genie, you'll get a wish because it just pop out. But for the most part, for women, it's like you guys or you gals, it's more cerebral. The work that it takes for me, I find enchanting. I fucking love seeking out women and like the seduction. Love that. Or the romancing. Oh my God. Like, the romancing is insane. And it's a mixture of those two. Because we got sold this storybook of love. You know, this white picket fence and this, you know, forever and all of the things that comes with that. And I don't know if that is what love is. I think love is that emotion that you feel when it encompasses all of you and you can feel it in the interior of your body where you tingle, where you get anxious, where you, you know, you just, you breathe heavily, like all these things that happen inside of you and you don't even know why because you can't control it. And it's driven by the thoughts of that other person. So who's right? or who's wrong, I have no idea, nor do I give a fuck. Because who's right to say that, hey, all I want to do is have sex, or who's right to say that all I want to do is make love, or, or who's wrong, or like all these things that other people instill in us, I wasted so many fucking years thinking about it, because it doesn't mean anything. Here I am now in my 40s. And all I really give a fuck about is like meeting somebody and being seduced, whether it be physically, whether it be fucking uh, emotionally, however it be, but please let it be like the enjoyment of somebody else without the fucking games, without the fucking games, please, without the games. Like, I don't understand why we play games with each other. At the end of the day, when you meet somebody, you meet them and you're attracted and you just, you want to fuck right there. Or you're like, wow, you're so attracted to them because you're intrigued. Embrace whichever one pops up for you, whether it be sex, whether it be love. 
the whole stigma behind, you know, women shouldn't do this and women shouldn't do that. And men should be this way. Like, let's break these fucking barriers because they don't work. They haven't worked for a fucking long time. They're not going to work for a fucking long time. Follow your smile, whatever the fuck that is when it comes to feeling somebody, being with somebody. If you want to kiss that person, kiss that person. I think that where we get blinded sometimes is inside of the rules of how we may look. And I know that I've been operating under looking good for a long time inside of that conversation. And I just don't care anymore. I really don't. Because it's a waste of time. Like whether you want to have sex with somebody or you want to make love with somebody, you still need the other person to do it. And if you are feeling kinky and you want to get your fucking kink on, do it. And if that falls under sex, then do it. And if it falls under love, then do it. Like the rules that have been set for us as a society of what people agree with and don't agree with, I think needs to be changed. And it starts with ourselves embracing what that is. I have been a person who has looked at love for a long time and thought that that was all that I wanted. And when I was in high school and in college, I looked at it like sex, where I just wanted to fucking be the conquistador. I just wanted to conquer. And now having experienced both, I think that both is where it's at. So if it was sex versus love and I had to choose, I choose both. I think the mixture is what makes it healthy. I think that your mind is what lets you know what you need. And I think that you need to honor yourself, your code, whatever it may be. So if you're a sexual person and you get off on that, then go for it. If you're somebody who seeks intimacy and romance, then don't settle for less. And if you're as fortunate as I am where you can blend both of them, then God bless, because it is amazing when you can communicate to your partner and experience what it is that you want to experience. You know, this last time that I was with somebody, I did something new. I said what I wanted. Normally, I ask what my partner wants, and then I fulfill on that. And I'm very mindful of trying to... um, Make sure that my partner is pleasured and that gets off way before I do because I know mine's mechanical. And there was something about communicating that that made me feel um, empowered, like asking for it, like actually speaking it verbally. It wasn't like a, you know, a gesture. It was spoken and it was spoken pretty clearly because I got the result pretty clearly. That's something that I think most men And this is only coming from the conversations that I've been privy to, you know, with my friends that most men um, don't speak to other men about. We don't talk to each other about like, oh, I didn't ask for this. I didn't ask for that. The majority of the conversations that I've been privy to inside of um, sexual conversations with other men, you know, they speak about like a conquering, which is weird because my close friends, the ones that, that are really close to me, we're you know sensual beings and we do communicate about like when if we're with a woman we're just like man it was like this and that and i asked for this and this was missing and we nurture each other inside of how i have heard women do so wherever you're at 
just know that if you communicate, then the other person can respond. And it's either going to go one way or the other, but at least you'll have a sense of, of a reply, which I think is valuable. So, yeah. I think in the end, my takeaway from sex versus love is that embracing what's there for me at the moment is more valuable than anything else. Listening to my partner and myself, the needs, the wants, the cravings, and asking gives me the results that I want. And with that, I am going to leave you this week. As always, I invite you to be courageous. I invite you to be vulnerable. And the reason is because it makes a difference. I'll talk to you guys next week. Thank you for listening. That was the weekend nugget. Just a little something to get you ready for the next two days. If you want to stay up to date with us, head over to www.divorcethefirstsix.com. Till next week, keep being courageous, keep being vulnerable. It makes a difference.